This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Welcome back to another Christopher Scott show. It's good to have you here. Let me give you a little update on Project Chaos, the new radio show here on 860 AM in uh, Philadelphia. Forgot where I was there for a second. Philadelphia, that's where it is. We're still here, outside of Philadelphia, actually. Either way, uh, the show's doing very well. We just recently did a podcast on Iwo Jima. Radio show, sorry. I'm confusing the terms myself. Let me just tell you this real quick before I get into the Iwo Jima thing. Everybody's confused. I got, I'm got. i looking at the podcast numbers, and I'm like, something's wrong. Like, why aren't people – everybody's going to the radio station site still. I don't know. It's hard being famous. You know what I mean? It's a lot of <laughs> – they just need the, it's the rich part that I miss, the rich and famous. I'm famous, just not rich, not really famous either. But it would be good to be famous, I guess. Would it be? I'm not so sure about that either. Anyway, uh, everything's going really well. Uh, there's this confusion about listening on the radio website, but it's all good. I'm joking around about that. I think it's fascinating. I was also really intrigued by the number of people listening live. Blow my mind. I'm like, I need podcast downloads. If you would, please go to projectchaos.org. Would you please visit the website and just go listen to some of the shows on there? I think you'll be, if you like this show, I think you're going to love that show. It's a little different. We talk, you know, about uh, very military themed, but it very much uh, is applicable to everything that we see going on today, including your own life. I'm telling you, it's, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. It really is. And you'll learn something from it, I guarantee you. So, with that as a backdrop, what's going on? Uh, Last week, the most lethal sniper in Marine Corps history, supposedly Chuck Mawini, died at 75 years old. Most lethal sniper. I wonder if that's really true. What led to that? You know, was it luck that he happened to have a... You know, a bead on like a kill shot alley there. What made this guy so deadly, I wonder? Some of the shots that these guys take and make is unreal. Like from a mile away and stuff like that. It's insane. Uh, this now a headline that's saying that plastic producers have deceived the public about recycling. You know, this is funny what the news does. Okay. They, they come out and they say, listen to that headline. Plastic producers have deceived the public about recycling, according to a report. I don't know. Do we get to see the report? Let's see. Is there even a link to the report? I didn't even give it this much thought. I got to put my glasses on here. Single-use plastics, bad idea, I agree. Recycling campaigns all failed. I'll tell you why in a second. Legal ramifications. The report comes. What report? The report, the report, the report says big companies. I don't even think they tell us what report. The report shows. Okay, here we go, report. Ah, Center for Climate Integrity. Let's go to the about here. Our mission is to empower communities and elected officials with the knowledge and tools they need to hold oil and gas corporations accountable for decades of lying about climate change. 
Through strategic campaigns, communications, and legal support, we ensure that the fossil fuel industry pays its fair share of the massive costs of climate changes. Aha. What's this leader's network? Uh-huh. I don't see any minorities. Oh, they do. They're just at the end. View all the leaders of this group. A state representative, a school board commissioner, a vice mayor, a township committee woman, a state representative, Saud Anwar, state senator, Hartford County, Connecticut, Samba Balid, state representative of Dane County, Wisconsin. Oh, my. Oh, they threw up the top row of white people, but there's not a whole lot in here. There's some. Certainly doesn't seem to be representative of our nation's demographic. Andrea Date, council member, Woodbury, Minnesota. So these people are, I guess, signing. I don't know what this all is. These are all these members that they have, political people that, man, this is endless, the number of people. So I get it now. I get it. And they're probably helping candidates in big, big ways. I'll bet you they're putting money into their campaigns. What does all this mean? Let me tell you what I'm revealing to you, that now the hit job begins. So let me first tell you what really happened with recycling. And I know it intimately because I can now reveal to you, for a couple of years I actually ran, I was a director for a public works department, and we also ran a municipal waste operation, trash, recycling, and yard waste. Whole compost site operated, a six-acre site. We took all the leaf waste and yard waste from the township and composted that, turned it back into mulch. I handled all the recycling, trash contracts, bidding process, all the public bidding with that. I know it well. I'm not going to say the company name, uh, but I actually was out to the, the company that has a monopoly on the trash in this area, one of anyway. And so I know the industry pretty well. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I know quite a bit about it. And the bottom line is this. They make the point about uh, single-use plastics. I agree, horrible. All of it. I've been arguing about it for years. Plastic bags, plastic bottles should be out. The straw thing, um, (laughs) you know, there's a reason why we have straws, and that is that it's generally not clean to drink out of dishware from restaurants. People's lips and stuff in the... Give me a straw when I'm out to eat, for God's sake. I don't see straws going away. And any other option besides a single-use plastic is not a good one because uh, it comes with serious uh, disease issues, whatever you want to call it, contamination issues. So, But anyway, I hate plastic bags, plastic water bottles for our own personal use, the plastic bags. We try to recycle them. We avoid using them as much as possible. The ones we do use, we try to recycle them as many times as we can. Uh, for us, it's convenient for picking up the dog waste in our yard. So that's the same thing. It's going to have to go on, you know, plastic is going to be the choice for that. Um, that's problem number one, the packaging. I've talked about this. You know, all the com- combined material. You take, you know, like a toy or something like that. That packaging is not recyclable at that. It just needs to be burnt. And I, I do believe, by the way, more of what we should be doing with trash is probably burning it. But that's another story instead of burying it. But the biggest problem for the recycling was the single stream recycling. The blue cans that many people around the country have in their yards. 
and we're all dutifully collecting our trash in two different bins, and it gets carted off to the processing facility. And I've been there, and it's pretty incredible. Mountains of recycling that they sort in automated fashion. The last leg of the journey is a manual sorting. We got people lined up picking through trash all day to sort it out. It's doggone ridiculous. It really is. Uh, the first thing, and I could go on and on about the problems with this. It just doesn't work, despite all the technology and effort. And I'll give you like a stupid little example. You throw a full bottle, a jar, even an empty jar of tomato uh, sauce, maybe it's like a little bit in the bottom of the jar, you throw it in the recycles. By the time that thing makes it into the truck, the jar is broken more or less, usually. All right? Well, guess what? The sauce is going all over everything. In the Stringle Stream recycling, what does that mean? It's all over the paper. And it can't be re- it's re- worthless as recycling then. The plastic has different problems. It's so commingled with other plastics, there's nothing they can do with it. China was taking this stuff for years until they realized that the stuff coming out of our single-stream recycling plants is garbage. It's trash. It can't be reused, at least not economically. This was all done politically. (laughs) These same people, probably the same group, if I had to guess, was behind the recycling efforts that got us into this mess. But now... Uh, you know, they're going to say that it's the plastics industry that they're going to go after, the recycling industry. And these industries, I don't know that they really care. Let me tell you who's going to end up paying the bill. You. But when I look at that that page of the, uh, you know, the headhunters there that are going to uh, come after these companies and using politics, to do, what are they really doing? You know, they're going to go into these towns and they're going to say, you know, your stormwater systems that you haven't maintained and haven't put proper drainage systems in in years, we're going to call that flooding climate change, and um, we'll make the plastic and oil companies pay for it. That's basically what they're looking to do. That's the nuts and bolts of it there. You're welcome. 90-year-old woman fired from the MS Society for not understanding pronouns. Maybe it was just time she retired anyway. That's what I say. Woman formerly known. Oh, yeah. I was like, why did I have this in here? This lady had a, she got fired from a teaching gig for her OnlyFans account. Guess who this woman is? (laughs) I said, I've never seen this OnlyFans thing. All I can tell you is the people that I've seen that have gotten exposed for being on, I'm like, I don't know that I would be paying to look at that unclothed at all. Um, (laughs) Or that I'd want to look at it at all. Uh, To each his own, I guess. But anyway, this lady is the lady who said that she identified as black. She becomes a teacher. Where was this? Um, A former NAACP leader in Washington State who was exposed for pretending to be black in 2015 is now making headlines for a different controversy. Rachel Dalezal, what kind of name is that? Oh, who legally changed her name to Nikkei Dileo in 2016, was fired by the Catalina Foothills Unified School District in Arizona over her OnlyFans account. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Really fascinating. Um, quite a catch there. I can't believe somebody hasn't scooped her up yet. Uh, what's this, the Mayor Johnson clip? Um, oh, this is great. you got to hear this. This is, this is classic. 
Good afternoon, Mayor. I'll be quick. Um, first question, if this... This is the... Um, the mayor of Chicago now, the new mayor of Chicago. If isn't considering a gunshot detection alternative to ShotSpotter, then what should replace it? Um, will it still be a form of surveillance technology? Well, and thank you for that question. As I've said, the violence that we experience in Chicago is horrific. And though shootings are down, homicides are down, there's still a lot of work to be done. <laughs> this is like always the line. This is, uh, it sounds like the White House lady, even though these things, like, oh, the news is good. My plan and my vision for the city of Chicago is comprehensive. It's going to take more than what has been done to get to the results that I'm committed to, to, to see come to fruition. He sounds like Kamala Harris, doesn't he? This is what happens. I'm telling you, they go to the same speech schools. And so... Investing in people is our best pathway forward. Now, you know, are there other technological advances? Oh, my goodness. This is just too funny. And I guess the issue, are they, some, this is with all the cameras around these cities. No, they're not to track you. It's so they can see. It's, they're basically policing with cameras. I get this now. This is already happening. People don't understand what's really going on. And it will get more and more sophisticated where they're relying on the cameras. Uh, so, for example, I was down, I was talking to a cop buddy of mine about this, retired. Um, you go to like a city like New Orleans, and uh, you don't see any cops on the beat down there, not at all. You don't, don't go down around, but they have cameras, they're watching everything. And so if a problem develops, then they, they swoop in real quick, I guess, is kind of the idea. Um, and, I, I mean, it's probably a better way of doing security. I, I personally think that there, did, there needs to be a real conversation about policing. I mean, what we expect out of a police officer today, and it's unnecessary. I, I see our cops running around the township here. They're making $100,000 a year, driving around a $100,000, you know, uh, Chevy Suburban Cruiser. Um, you're running this stuff 24-7, and it's unnecessary. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying get rid of the cops, but... I'm saying, look, you can have uh, a couple of patrols in simple unmarked cars, you know, with simple radios, and um, just have them out checking on things, driving around, keeping an eye on things. I don't know. Nobody's doing that. Um, anyway, Mayor Johnson, he sounds like he's got it. Even, even though even though killings are down in Chicago, yeah, from <laughs> since when? Last night? I don't know. Anyway, pretty funny stuff. Um, U.S. warships are shooting down weapons no one has ever faced in combat before. Very fascinating. Um, the, the battlefield has changed in a big way, and I don't know if we're ready for it. I don't know if we're ready for the, the security risk that we have right now on our own home turf. I don't think people – everybody here, they say, oh, nobody's going to attack America. we got 2.65 guns for every American. Well, that's fascinating statistic, isn't it? What are you going to do when they come in, come at you with drones? Start shooting them down, I guess, huh? Good luck with that. Um, Illinois super mayor. This is crazy. This lady brands everything with her face and name. Politics has really changed. Listen to this story. The chief medical officer for Customs and Border Protection pressured his staff to order fentanyl lollipops 
for him to take to the U.N. General Assembly meeting in New York in September, according to a whistleblower. This guy is the head. <laughs> what is with the drugs in the highest levels of our government? This is not a little weed we're talking about or a little bag of cocaine, fentanyl, lollipops. What is going on, man? Oh, you think that's crazy? Listen to this one. Two male subway surfers caught in the act. <laughs> Sorry, I know how to say it to keep it clean here. Listen to this. You, you're watching, you're on the bridge, and you see the train coming. Oh, look, sweetie, you're coming. Oh, is that somebody standing on top of the train? It turns out there was a couple of people, the surfers, the subway surfers. Look at the other. Oh, are they dancing? Look, sweet. Are they? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not. Turn around. <laughs> Only in America. Only. What have we become? Well, I have a little good news for you. Maybe your budget's getting a little pinched. Biden administration is forgiving $1.2 billion in student debt. Here's who qualifies. Not you. <laughs> you dirty Republican. That's what you get when you vote Trump. How is it the Supreme Court said no, they do it anyway? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. The other day, I went on a little riff, if you recall, about sewage and water. Remember that? Does anybody remember that? Nobody really listens to me. I get it. These details escape you. U.S.-Mexico border, 100 billion gallons of toxic sewage creating a health crisis. The U.S.-Mexico border region faces a public health crisis. Billions of gallons of contaminated sewage flow from Mexico into San Diego, California. South San Diego is in a total state of emergency related to transboundary pollution. Isn't that something? That's a real problem. And you start thinking about, that's from one city, Tijuana. That's a big city, but Think about if there's a breakdown in sewage in New York City. And do you have any idea how fragile that system is? I don't think you do. I don't think most people do. I spent 14 years working next to a pooper plant. I think I know a little bit about it. New York City woman slaps a tourist after kicking a puppy kennel in the pet store. So this uh, brown-skinned woman goes and she's kicking the puppy kennel, right? And then, I don't know, there's some woman standing there, white lady, and the lady slaps her. I laugh. Why doesn't anybody defend themselves anymore? And then they say, what does it say here? Let me open this up. This is, uh, this is really funny. I knew they would do this. this is where they ha- I think they have to do it anymore because she's not white. He believes the suspect had some kind of manic episode or something. And you should see her with the nasty look in her eyes. And there's no... Um, He's probably an influencer or something. You know, who knows? I really I really couldn't even begin to say. You know, she's probably, probably doing it to, to get a, a check or get views or something like that. I don't know. You know, who knows if it's even real. But why does anybody, there's no consequences to anything. She just walks off and then, uh, she was having a moment. She's just having a bad day. She's going to punch somebody in the face. When do we get to punch back? That's what I want to know. Why is it that she gets to have a bad day? She punches somebody in the face and gets away with it. What if I'm having a bad day? And I punch you in the throat. Is that okay? No, it's not. (laughs) 
this is crazy, this uh, uh, waitress in Michigan got a $10,000 tip. She generously shared it with all the wait staff. That's pretty wild, man. That is pretty, pretty wild. She shares it with all the wait staff, and I guess the back staff, the, you know, the kitchen staff got angry, and there was a fuss about it. The owner of the restaurant coming, who's complaining? She wouldn't rat anybody out. So they fired her. I'm telling you, man, it's a weird thing. In Las Vegas, they are holding, the mayor is holding a black-only business event. Where is it here? Well, I don't have it. You just got to take my list, my name, my uh, word for it. Some kind of event. I'm not sure what happened there to that story, but obviously he doesn't want me to see it. So I'm not sure exactly what happened. <laughs> but somehow the mayor in Los Angeles is doing some racist crap against white people, it sounds like. Uh, here's a story. 65, this is the Daily Mail, right? I'm not going to give you my take on this. I didn't get a chance to do a big you know, look into, but... Here's the headline. 65 Russian soldiers are killed by Ukrainian missile strike after they were ordered to line up and parade by a blundering war commander. What? Horrified footage taken by horrified survivors shows dozens of bodies. Russian force hit by one of the single most devastating blows of the war when a Ukrainian HIMARS uh, missile rocket Wiped out 65 soldiers ordered to line up in formation. So I look at the photo they have of this. And can I make this bigger? Yes. And they have this photo of these dead Russian soldiers hit by this HIMARS rocket system. And this looks fake as a $3 bill to me. The weapons are neatly piled up together. How did that happen? But here's the big thing that I notice. There's no blood. All the bodies are completely intact. Very strange, to say the least. Looks completely fake to me. Looks like total propaganda. Who knows? We may never know. When do we really know anyway? Nothing, usually, at the end of the day. This is another hilarious story to me. Reported by the New York Post, by the way. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken urges staffers to avoid using problematic terms like, quote, manpower and, quote, mother-father. So just imagine that you're working at a place, and some of you are, I'm sure, where you got to deal with this nonsense. I never had to deal with this. God willing, I won't. Somebody come, I'm going to need you to acknowledge that Joe's a girl. And I'm going to be like, but Joe's not a girl. And that's when the sparks are going to fly. Washington Examiner says that the Justice Department can't ignore Baba Lewinsky. He was, what, Hunter's business partner, right? I think they are ignoring him. Survival beverages that are a must for your pantry. The only survival beverage you need in your pantry is a good 80-proof whiskey. I mean, you could go 90, but I would suggest 80 for survival purposes. You know, it's just a well-rounded whiskey there, something well-blended. Boxed water. This is what they're saying to you. Who is this reporting this? Survival news. All right. The survival news blog. Organic sage lime deodorant. No thanks. (laughs) 
Um, the people don't want to put deodorant on themselves. By the way, I know you're gonna think this is a little crazy. You know, I stopped washing my hair every day. <laughs> Sounds funny. I don't mean I, I, I stopped using the shampoo every day. You know, it's been great for my hair. Men, stop washing your hair every day. That's what I would say. Women already know this. Anyway, they're suggesting boxed water, canned water, although pricey, has a 50-year shelf life. Why do you need that? Bagged water. How are you going to move that around? Coffee, I would agree. Tea, organic coconut water, non-dairy, and alcohol. Ah, they do have it in there. So I would say to you, all you need for survival, well, all right. I'm going to agree with some of this. Alcohol, coffee, definitely. We store instant coffee for survival purposes. Trust me, if you're in a survival situation, you'll get used to it. And for water, we just go get the cheapest dollar water jugs we can, and uh, we just cycle through that naturally. Um, You know, we don't have to stock it up specially. This is, I thought, was hilarious, too. White House uh, announces a major sanctions package uh, against Russia after the uh, Nelvaney's death, which some people are trying to say it was like the CIA did. I don't know that would be possible. So why is that funny to me? Um, what more sanctions are they going to do? Like they've already been like, oh, no, Russia's out, done, We're, they're off the island. This is the new way of doing things. It's hilarious to me. You know, this. no, Russia's dead to me since they did that to Ukraine. I'm done. I'm out. Mm-mm. Now. People very opinionated about it. And you got Tucker Carlson over there examining the lettuce in the supermarket. Look at how great this lettuce is over here. And it's just 20 cents. <laughs> that wasn't a bad Tucker impression, was it? Um, <laughs> it was kind of funny, I think. I don't know. The most lethal sniper is dead. Will there ever be another one? Plastics and recycling. I've been talking about this for years. Nobody cares. The issue is dead. It's dead. I don't know. Then they're gonna. The government's gonna get involved. That'll make it better. Ninety-year-old woman getting fired for not understanding pronouns. A black woman who's white getting fired from her teaching job over an OnlyFans account. People are paying to see that. That's how messed up things. The new, the new Chicago mayor sounds like the uh, a little Obama puppet protege. Uh, just well-trained, completely changing battlefield, um, fentanyl lollipops for the U.N. meeting. No wonder they're coming up with all this goofy stuff. No wonder they can lie so easily. Like, just go out there and they get a little fentanyled up. They'll say anything. Here, have a, have a lick of this lollipop, Uncle Joe, Kamala, whatever. Hey, uh, Kamala, what, what would you say to the problem of recycling? There is a, a, an issue that we must go back to go forward. And before we can go forward, we must go back. And that's where we are, why we are where we are now. <laughs> and so the issue with plastics isn't so much how do we solve the recycling problem, because we will when we must. question is when. When will we act? <laughs> We must do the work that needs to be done. Okay. Who is, is anybody motivated by these people? I don't see this. How about the subway surfers? Somebody listening to this right now, statistically speaking, has dreamt. <laughs> St- statistically speaking, there is a listener right now. 
who has had a long-running fantasy about engaging in such behavior on the top of a train. Now, whether or not it involves another man or not, I can't speak to. I don't know you well enough to say that. <laughs> Do as you may. I'm just saying, if the train's coming, you might want to look the other way these days. <laughs> Lady gets $10,000 tip, gets fired. It reminds me of my radio show. I'm telling you the same story. First radio show airs, big pumps. So I'm like, Elvis, boom, fired a week later. I said it. I was like, man, it's like we've been running. We had a couple of hot hits on red. It's going to turn black, man. It always does. Always does. How about this lady kicking the puppy kennel? You know, she's having a moment. Nobody else is allowed to be triggered by that. I'm not allowed to be triggered by that. You know, it's unbelievable, really. Las Vegas mayor holding a black businesses-only event. Listen, you think that's bad? Down here in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, where I'm at, they came down, the county commissioners, they had uh, a bunch of money, I don't know, a couple million maybe, that they gave out to non-white businesses. Oh, yeah. You don't think this stuff is going on. We're getting ripped off left and right. The latest story is that the migrants in New York City are going to get $15,000 a year. For how? What do you mean? What do you mean? What? I don't know. For one year? The whole year? You realize if you're an American taxpayer and you get fired, you can collect a measly uh, $2,400 a month in unemployment for six months, then my, you're better off giving up your citizenship and coming across the border. You big, pay, get paid better. Maybe I should do that. I'm going to leave and come back as an immigrant. I don't know. I'm sure there's a, something in play. Nah, sorry, Whitey, we can't take you. What do you mean? Everybody else is free-flowing in, but not you. No straight white males, absolutely not. With that, God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. But to be honest with you, I think I'm going to take a little break. So more than likely, I'll see you back Monday. But maybe I'll surprise you. I'll see you when I see you. Either way, make it a great day. Please go to projectchaos.org. Please listen to the podcast at projectchaos.org. Go to your podcast player and get the Project Chaos podcast. Please see you soon. Bye.